0: Welcome to One Hundred Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pearce, and I am here, as always, for the two hundred and something of time with the fabulous co-founder of the Wellness Couch and the Wellness Guys. He is the digger of deep and meaningfuls, Dr. <laughs> Damien Christoph hello brother
1: hello brother how are you Mate, how are I'm you great. feeling how are you feeling you would have received a lot of emails text messages concerned facebook messages. are you okay marcus i know damien got into you in the last podcast and oh you know, and he you know ripped a band-aid off and threw you under a bus you know how threw you, how? Me
0: under the proverbial podcasting how, bus. how are
1: you feeling marcus
0: well, Damien, you know what? It really, I, I probably did it a few too many times in my years as a TV and radio producer to unsuspecting hosts and and guests, um, yeah. asking them questions they didn't want to talk about just mm. to see them cringe and go red face. So I probably got my comeuppance there. And, yeah. and and honestly, it was the first time that it's ever happened. And, uh, so, so I, I did was, a good job. It was relatively slash highly uncomfortable. Oh my gosh.
1: And it was so funny. I still laugh about it. I played it yesterday because I had a practice member to come in and said, um, you know, I listened to the episode with you and Marcus this week. It was hilarious.
0: Said, so you're I thought, cr- oh, I better listen to did it. you were cruel?
1: Nah, nah. No, they no. didn't actually. I don't know if I let them ever even suggest that. Just, no. Just because not. I didn't think I was. Oh, it was hilarious. Anyway, it's good. Great to talk about. I'm glad you opened up. So to speak, and uh, <laughs> very good that you uh, were able to share intended, all those
0: things. <laughs> well, it <and> truly intended, <laughs> not planned, uh, um, but intended. I love it. Uh, now um, speaking of talking, we did a lot of talking and uh, listening at our recent I did wellness breakthrough. There was lots of digging. Mm. And there was lots of digging mm. into into people's lives, and we haven't really spoken about the wellness breakthrough uh, much since it, it finished. And it was a very live event.
1: Yeah, we haven't done on yeah. the wellness guys. I'm sure they haven't done on the paleo show inside the Champions Mine wouldn't have happened, you know. We haven't spoken about 100 not out. We haven't actually spoken about the breakthrough. I but think. Even
0: together, I like just. you I know. know. I mean,
1: no, just yeah. really debrief. We, you know, you and I sat down, and had a nice little Indian meal afterwards, and went through the with the, LT, uh, with LT, of course, yes. And we we looked at the feedback. We, we were absent from, you know, Brett wasn't there. He was back on a plane, but uh, we looked at the feedback, you know. Feed ourselves whilst reading the feedback, and you know, we we're, were happy with the feedback, very happy with the feedback.
0: I think, I think, yeah, I think, um, I think like, uh, but we're exhausted, uh, we were exhausted. But I, I think what we gathered, um, is that I think that the level of the breakthrough is the new level for the wellness couch. Um, yeah. it was an incredible level. I mean, it, it was the deep and meaningful of deep and meaningfuls, and this is, I think, where. Uh, listeners and they can tell us if, if we're wrong, but I think they are craving um, more meaning and depth from uh, what uh, you, Brett, Lawrence, I, and, and the well not just us, but the, actually the industry in itself. I think the, the world is sick. I was talking to Sam Gang about this yesterday. The world is sick of thinking that if you have a green smoothie, all will be okay.
1: Yeah, or an acai um, bowl.
0: An acai bowl. Or as go delicious pay, as go both of them are. And
1: eat fermented food. Feel a little bit yeah. over all that. Are, yeah, they're over it, and I reckon there's people driving in their car going, "Yes, I'm over it." You know, like and what? Yeah, you yeah know, that we. I mean, we did have a little bit of fermented food. We had some samphire in uh, in Nicaragua, but we didn't. Mm-hmm. Sit, we didn't not eat bread, and we didn't not eat wine or drink wine. We didn't not sit around and laugh. You know, we we definitely didn't have any asai. We weren't eating kale because it wasn't in season. I couldn't even have spanakopita because, you know.
0: Spinach wasn't being great at that Any time of the year, Any right? excuse to say <laughs> But, you know,
1: so I think there's definitely a a nice slackening off. There's like a loosening off. There's still those people out there that are trying to champion the green smoothie and there's still people out there trying to find superfood and acai bowls and blah, blah, blah. And it's nice to have. But the reality is is that there should, there should be, and I think there is, a movement towards a bit more of a, a calmness within wellness.
0: Yeah, yeah, and more meaning. More mm-hmm. meaning is like, what, like, how does this diet um, or whatever it is um, contribute to my life? Because you were spot on about Ikaria. The biggest thing that people uh, got out of it was the deep and meaningfuls. It was yeah. the sitting around the table, no matter what we were eating—bread, wine, tzatziki, hot chips—you know, spanakopita. <laughs> um uh or spinny, uh, um uh, uh zucchini pie um Did we have same zucchini thing, pie and we also had um, amaranth pie Remember we had amaranth, amaranth that's yeah. right yes yeah. um but same thing with the wellness breakthrough it was the depth that we went to um the food was awesome as always but it was the depth of the weekend the challenges that people have got going on in their lives astound me like astound me so much where to the point where i have so much respect uh that they, for these people that actually came along um, all I all I know is is that what people have going on in their lives, I, I continue to say to this day, I have lived such a sheltered life um when I learn about what other people have gone through in their life.
1: Yeah, me too. I know. I mean, I mean, my my life, I suppose, hasn't been very sheltered because I I do speak about lots of different things, and I have dodged bullets and gangs and all lot Not not bullets, but knives. And uh, and so seriously, have you dodged knives? Have you dodged knives? Yeah, totally, absolutely.
0: Seriously. It's, yeah, I
1: had knives. you had a on knife pulled on you? Yeah, in Dandenong. Absolutely, in Lonsdale off. Street, Dan. i got a gang surround me and I've had, yeah, I've had all of that sort of stuff, but nothing compared to... How old were you? We? Uh, well, I just got my new shoes, so I was probably about 16, 15, 16 years old. No, I would have. I was actually walking to work, so I must have been 16 years old. Wow. Yeah. How's that? Maybe 17. Oh the,
0: the legend of the Kristoff life just continues to develop. <laughs> this is this is what's good about these deep and meaningful podcasts because you learn that people's lives are developed. But you were you gonna say that yeah, there's people that were at the breakthrough that just big stuff, uh,
1: like big yeah. stuff and stuff that's been hanging around for a long time, eating away at people for a long time. You know, when you get to the duck's guts of a pill go, oh, yeah, I just want to fix my food, and what there was an overwhelming thing for me to you know, to witness just how many people wanted help with food, but really what they needed was a breakthrough mentally, mm. and uh, and so we did a little survey, didn't we, MP? At the st- you know, or you did a little survey. It was great thinking by you. Um, oh, no. It was sending, a group decision. Don't put it on me. It was oh, a group decision. I just so, sent it to them. <laughs> You're so clever. And so <laughs> you sent out this survey to everybody, and uh, and it came back I, overwhelmingly. People want to help with nutrition, but only a, as a priority, as a priority people really wanted and needed to break through some kind of mental thing
0: yeah and, like a, uh, a belief or a, a block belief. or a, a resentment or yeah. a, like you said earlier um, the uh, eating away um things that have been eating away at, at at people for for years um i think one person said if they could only choose one breakthrough it would be nutrition this is out of 31 attendees and the overwhelming majority over 60 percent was some type of belief limiting belief or block or or resentment um, that had been eating away at them and it's interesting that you that you bring it up in this way because it makes me kind of feel and and I think this is where you're heading is that most people are determined to um you know change their diet maybe with the hope that it will make them feel better about their life but it's far easier to change the diet than to actually go to that vulnerable depth of actually say forgiving someone forgiving yourself for giving a certain event, Um, letting someone back into your life? I have a whole lot of regret
1: around it, you know. It's it's a really weird feeling, not regret or guilt. It's not guilt, but it's regret. I'm like, oh, bummer. I think about the thousands and thousands and thousands of people that I've helped over the years. I think about the millions of people that watched Downsize Me. And at the end of the day, I've shown people a successful way to eat. Um, If we look at the Mediterranean diet, it's a successful way to eat. If you look at the paleo diet, it's a successful way to eat. If you look at the vegan diet, it's a successful way to eat. At the end of the day, most people have tried and continue to try and bang on about some kind of diet or looking for the magic bullet, magic pill that's going to be the elixir of life or longevity. And at the end of the day, it's probably deep-seated more in the emotional um, barriers that are holding them back from you know pushing on and succeeding. Not everyone's got intestinal fortitude that can actually help them push through that and just go, you know, I'm just going to eat well every single day just because that's what I do. Not everyone's got the uh, the tenacity like Lawrence Tam, you can get up at five thirty every single morning, head on down to CrossFit, do it every single day. Um, nonstop. Not everyone's got that. But you know, there's, there's Twenty four seven. Twenty four <laughs> seven. Everyone's got stuff going on with their body. Um, but most probably it's a mental thing that started it. So I kinda go, ah. Oh, if all these people had all their mental stuff sorted out, then probably the eating program would have worked better. You know oh, what but I, mean? I would
0: still say, yeah, I, I do, but I would still say you must be really mindful that a lot of people can make massive changes in their life when they have improved their diet because then their headspace is better. It does create more fortitude because if they can do it with their food, then they can then they then they know they can do it with other areas of their life, mm. um, like eating well and, and say so, you know I've watched downsize me multiple times. Um, the series and, and I've seen the shifts that that you've made in people's lives and I think it's important to recognize that food is a wonderful way if you can if you, you can master your food and when I say master your food I'm talking about what we talk about on this program and that is to be relaxed about it eat a whole foods diet most of the time but shh, far out don't don't fret if a beer or a cider or a wine bobs up on your table yeah. um but that, that mastery can then translate into financial mastery or relationship mastery or um, forgiveness or families or anything because that's what food can do. It gives you the energy, the vigor, the bounce, the vitality to then go and want to improve other areas of your life. So I know you have been modest and humble but you've got to remember, mate, like food is still a massive component to living a, a great strong um, uh, uh, life where you actually feel that ability to… To forgive, Because I don't know necessarily that if you are, you know, I know some of the people on Downsize Me were literally like 140 kilos, so to speak. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to say that they're going to be more likely in, in a better place to forgive themselves or others when they're 100 kilos with a better lifestyle than 140 and stuck to the couch.
1: Well, yeah, to some extent. But there are some people that put on the weight. Um, and maybe develop heart disease and possibly get diabetes or you know, develop asthma or eczema or whatever it is. They develop all of these sorts of things as a way or a means to um, pad themselves or protect themselves from their environment and actually yep. protect themselves from dealing with the traumas that they need to deal with. So th- there, is, there is that flip side to it. So often I see people kind of plateau in their weight as they're approaching... Uh, you know a point where it's now starting to become a little bit they're starting to feel a bit vulnerable because they're now exposing themselves to the environment a bit more yep. you know openly do you know what I mean yep. like this kind yep. of those layers are being stripped being removed and all of a sudden now they're now exposed to the, to the world to the environment it's, uh, it's tricky. Like what, what right. comes first? What comes Can first I ask you a tricky pray? question then?
0: Yeah. Okay, because I'm, I'm bang on what comes first. I'm going to uh, answer that question with a question. What would have happened on the weekend at the Wellness Breakthrough if we had fed the attendees uh, McDonald's or, or the equivalent of a breakfast, lunch and dinner? Like mm-hmm. what do you think would have happened?
1: well, there would have been a lot of tired people. They wouldn't have been able to cope. There's no doubt about it that the food that uh, Girk and Relish were able to put together was uh, was incredible. There's, and, and it would have assisted people with better digestion, less to, less anxiety around bloating, diarrhea, burping, reflux, all those sorts of things. So their head's going to be clearer for sure. And better quality carbohydrate, protein, fat, fiber going to their body. They're going to function better, of course. All of that makes sense. But... From a sustainability perspective, I'm thinking, okay, is it something that you can just nail the nutrition, or do you need to nail the mindset first and then get the nutrition, or can you go 70% with the nutrition and work you know, a fair bit on the mindset? It's a really interesting period of time. Ikaria has done this to me, Marcus. Ikaria has kind of <laughs> thrown me into a situation, a bit of a tease, where I'm kind of going, all right, what is it that's first? What is it that's most important? So when I sit with people now, and I've got a couple of consultations that I'm doing today, which I don't normally do consultations but I've got a couple of consultations today where I'm going to be trying to determine what is it that's most important you know is it mindset is it food is it nutrition is it exercise I'm going to try and work out what it is I'm asking different questions these days thanks to your
0: Thanks to Well, I, I would just, you know, hazard a guess and say that if we, if those breakthrough attendees were being fed the equivalent of macas for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, mm. they wouldn't have had all of those things that you mentioned. But let's just say the energy. You said, you know, the, the anxiety around their digestion. I'd, I'd be saying the anxiety around their life. There's no way they would have gone to the depth that they did on the weekend yeah. if they were poorly fed because, that, one, they wouldn't have had the energy, but they also wouldn't have had the, the presence. Like the healthy food made them more present in the moment, which made them go, now, you know what? I know. It's scary, but I'm going to do it. Mm. Whereas I reckon if they were fed poor food, they go, "Well, it's scary, and I don't want to do it because I just don't want to do it." I think I think eating well does give you some some mental fortitude because it, I just I just I know to say this myself. I have got no scientific evidence, but I know if I'm eating a better diet. Um, I feel better about myself. I'm stronger. I can deal with problems more effectively. I can uh, be vulnerable, whatever it is. But if i am uh, had poor food and I don't feel very well, I'll be on the couch. I won't be personally developing myself. Is um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> true. You might the be personally expanding the... yourself, but yeah, not developing totally. <laughs> yourself. Yeah, <it's> right.
0: <laughs> I think. I think great nutrition allows people is a vehicle to help people personally develop themselves. It's much harder to personally develop when you don't have good fuel in the car.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Good point. Yep, yeah, good point. Good point. Interesting, isn't it? Anyway, we on the weekend we uh, we did drill down. We did drill down a lot, and we we lifted. We picked up some scabs, and we probably removed some scars for people. And um, and it was the most profound thing. And I think that you're right. Like this is the new direction for the wellness couch. I really feel that you know, in really having group sessions where we get a really fair income opportunity to seriously help people out and get them back on track and get them on course I really feel that that's kind of the direction we're going to be heading and, and I think that we all gave so much it's, it's really it's taken me probably 10 days to get back into a space where I've got energy again like mental energy oh, yeah. again because I was exhausted Um, Because you kind of, you put everything else aside, you know, for the lead up to it, everything like Vita gets pushed aside, Forage gets pushed aside, Family gets pushed aside, commitment of, you know, three days intensively with with people, (laughs) and then the next 10 days you kind of wrecked and you got to try and pull Vita and Forage and Family back into line again and try and get all that going, and at the same time deal with the fallout as a result of All the stuff that happens at a breakthrough, I think that that's where we've got to head from a wellness couch perspective. I think we've got to head into these group sessions. I think that's the way we're going to do it.
0: How were you and I the day after breakfast, or when we went out for coffee the next morning? I think I had we were three like coffees. a bubble You I had, you three, had three lattes. I had uh, I was wrecked. two two almond lattes. But they were double sized. You didn't tell me it was double, so you. double. No, like, <laughs> you had four coffees. <laughs> I was wrecked. I was thinking, oh, maybe this
1: might we wake were, me up, but I was just absolutely. We were just looking knackered. at each other.
0: We hardly we didn't say that much, did we? We were probably there for maybe two hours, I reckon. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's shoes going. You boys, right? You guys, right? We
0: were just flopping on the couch. Just Oh, no. But it was a
1: profound experience, wasn't it? it, really? It was a profound experience that it took so much from us. But, I mean, my learnings really from, from the weekend were uh, a, a clear understanding of of how much it actually takes to break through. It's not something you can do just by reading a book. Yeah, it's not something totally. that you can do just by going for a walk with your dog or with your friend and having a little chat. Whilst that's very, very important and very, very good for you, it's very difficult to have a breakthrough in just a few hours. Like the process that you, people must go through in order to get to the root of their frustration, the root of their, you know, their blockage, whatever it is, mm. the, the work that has to go into doing that, it's done over hours and days and for some people it could be months and years so it's a fair bit of work and uh, and I just want to thank everybody who gave 100% who who played hard and did everything they had to do to achieve their breakthrough because it wouldn't have been as successful a weekend if they didn't give 100% and you know all credit to UNLT for really driving that Marcus because really through your direction dedication UNLT really got that that group going it was terrific
0: I think you're very modest. I'm going to say it was a team effort, and uh, it was. I said uh, at the end of the event, you know, everyone played their role. It sounds like like a cliche sporting team, but we all we all played our role, including the attendees, and including the caterers and the volunteers and the rest. And I think that's a good analogy just for what it takes to live. Um, the 100 not out life is that it does require teamwork and it does require it does require depth you know this 100 not out lifestyle that we talk about is not something that you can just do listening to podcasts and not really with uh, you know but having no friends and spending um, you know time not doing what you like and all of those things like it does require a team effort and it does require a layer of um, of uh, of commitment that I think you're right, Damo. You you can't generally just just master uh your life just you know in a an hour or two or by listening to this or that. It actually takes a whole level of immersion. That's the word I'm looking for. Like you, that whole weekend was so selfish in the best possible way. It was just 48 hours, 6 p.m. Friday to 6 p.m. Sunday. On that individual, they didn't have to think about their kids, anything about cooking or cleaning or any other admin or errands. It was just all about them and their life. And I think that's where the power of a breakthrough uh, really happens when you put that level of time and effort. and And the four of us weren't going to let them leave that event without having made a significant shift in their life. I think. I think you've probably hit the nail on the head there. Mm,
1: yeah. Yeah. Totally.
0: Yeah, you feel better
1: already? Well, I do. I feel really good. And I'm I'm actually, you know, I know we've got our meeting today. And I think that we'll be discussing, you know, are we going to run more breakthrough events? And uh, so stay tuned, everybody. It's highly likely that we're going to be doing something along this sort of format with the Wellness Couch. Particularly with 100 Not Out, we're doing these sorts of, you know, day, maybe couple of day formats. And so if you really do want to get access to, you know, some awesome you know, interaction and you want to drive some, some shift and change in your life, then keep your ears and eyes open for these sorts of opportunities because they'll pop up throughout the year, um, particularly through 2017 and 2018. Um, as to who's going to be involved, that that will remain to be seen but uh, I think that this is the way in which we're going to go MP. Absolutely.
0: If there's, uh, if there's three emails that all of our listeners must definitely receive to keep in touch with everything that we're up to, go to thewellnesscouch.com, register for uh, the subscriber list there. Go to mm-hmm. com, and then go to au. and that way you have absolutely Um, every chance of knowing uh, what the next steps are. So um, good call, Damo. Looking forward to more events, more breakthroughs, more experiences with you. Going to be lots of fun. And again, thanks for your support, uh, mate. It's been an incredible adventure. That's three wellness breakthroughs done. Uh, You said the wellness guy has been going since 2011. That's six years. Of uh, education, and again, I think we took it to a new level just a couple of weeks ago. And if you get anything out of this podcast, folks, I think the big thing is if you want to make massive shifts in your life, it is immersion. It is going deep on the surface. Um, it you, we can make shifts and make make we can make changes, but breaking through uh, does take time and effort. So, thanks yeah. again, Damo, for your wisdom. Can't believe you had to dodge a knife. That's remarkable. I just learned <laughs> something new about you. Uh, we would love to know your feedback, folks. What have you learned? from this episode, what have you had to deal with over your life that is pretty remarkable that is a pretty, um, it's, a, it's an empowering part of your script. I think that's a really, really important thing that you can actually look at, you know what, that knife experience made you a stronger man. Um, We'd love your feedback. You can go to thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 not out to share that. And uh, remember, if you like this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Check out thewellnesscouch.com for over 1,000 episodes on health and wellness. And remember, until next week, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life.